What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And quick reminders to download and play Sims 4 and Bioshock Collection, both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know what we thought of those games and let you know we thought of them. And our game of the month randomly picked is Monster Hunter World and Iceborne, which is a third-person uh, cooperative action game where you fight monsters, kill monsters, get their tasty meats and make tasty armor and weapons out of it uh it's a fun time so make sure to play that come back at the end of the month for game of the month we're gonna have a long discussion about that a uh, little bit of a sneak peek though we're all fans of moss hunter around here so uh it's probably gonna be pretty pretty good uh pretty good reception um we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, or the podcast platforms. And something I forgot to be mentioning is uh, you can always comment, like, share, and all that stuff. But if you want to support us even further, we have a Patreon link down below. Check it out if you want to. Uh, Tasty Tuesday. So we got two bits of news to talk about. So let's just jump into it. First bit of news is a bit of uh, reaction news. This is something that I actually uh, have no idea about. And we're going to react to it and talk about it. That being Blue Protocol, which is a game being made by Bandai Namco. And um, yeah, a couple... Uh, I'm just going to jump into the info first. Uh, so apparently Blue Protocol is um, a game that is coming out uh, that is being developed in Unreal Engine 4. Uh, the developer team also worked on titles like the Tales series, Tekken, and Ace Combat. The closed beta for Japan starts uh, this late March, and there is no info for an English beta yet. So if they're just doing the beta stuff you know, now in Japan, we'll be waiting a little bit. Uh, the latest job listing uh, plus trademark registration for EU and NA hints um, a global release, though. Uh, not much info on the story yet, but it says gameplay uh, in the alpha. There was four available classes, uh, Aegis Fighter, Blast Archer, Spellcaster, and Twin Striker. The game uses an action combat system where every class has five spells plus attacks on left and right mouse button. Their skills uh, can be adjusted based on your game style and liking. You can also switch between classes anytime, so there is no need to level alts, which seems to be a very common thing happening a lot nowadays they're just kind of making your own class i we'll talk about that um in a little bit and uh yeah monetization uh it says developer says they want to try a free to play model with battle passes and no pay to win since it is bandai and not some shady korean mmo developer it is believable that they will try to make money with cosmetic uh stuff only this is uh the person's words not mine when it comes to shady korean mmo developers uh before we jump into our thoughts on the info on this we're gonna watch a quick video and give you our uh, thoughts on it you ready got any thoughts or anything before we jump into this i'm just really surprised that it's bandai namco is all but me too specifically the free-to-play mmo idea so that's yeah. kind of interesting but the mention of the cosmetic thing makes complete sense because i mean even looking, all their games yeah yeah they're very into that so yeah uh, which i'm cool with yeah all right, let's jump into it. Three, two, one, and go. This is the Blue Protocol closed beta trailer, English subs. Like how Bandai Namco is like the anime company. <laughs> Although they make really good looking games. Oh yeah. I like the music. I like the way it looks. Yeah. I'm already kind of sold. That's a good looking game. Yeah. 
Bandai Namco is killing it lately, man, with, with a lot of the games they're, they're working on. So it's an uh, action RPG then? Yeah. Okay. It's supposed to be online. Yeah. Oh, thing no. I was reading was saying you're going to run to other people and stuff, so... Yeah. That was cool. Was, see that? Yeah. Oh, well, it also said, said there was going to be, like, uh, events that all just spawn and stuff, mm -hmm. too. So. Yeah, like Guild Wars 2 and uh, Final Fantasy 14. You're right. I actually went, I should have said this before, but we went into this blind. I haven't watched this. Yeah. So I was, I'm actually pleasantly surprised by what we just saw. Yeah. I didn't even know, I didn't know this thing existed until you told me we were going to watch it. So I didn't either until I started reading about it. I'm like, that's interesting. Bandai Namco is making a free to play online game. Yeah. So, uh, first off, let's start off with the trailer. What do we think? Um, I mean, the trailer is pretty neat. It doesn't really show a whole lot like system stuff, but as far as like showing a, a concept of the game and actually showing in-game graphics and stuff, I really appreciate that. Um, it's a very clean-looking game graphically. Uh, they've been really good about that with their games lately too. Like they all have this real like sharp, clean look to them. Oh yeah, I love it. Um, I'm a big fan of of anime. Um, the art style specifically. I like anime as well, but um, anime... It's really vibrant. Yeah. Really fucking clean looking. Um, I like the idea of an action RPG where you can run into people. It's kind of, you know, mixed between the, you know, ARPGs and also like things like um, your destinies, your your divisions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but instead of guns, you're using, you know, fantasy weapons, which is more up my alley personally. Um, so yeah, co-op, loot uh if they don't have a shady free-to-play model i mean i'm pretty down so um i'd be for them making a premium game that you buy and potentially even paying monthly if it's good enough although it's hard to get that to happen yeah um but free play also is, is good i always get kind of worried because if you don't do it correctly i'm not going to play it um whereas if you make a premium game um i'll most likely just buy it uh yeah. It looks pretty premium, though. It, it, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It looks really good. It looks AAA. Yeah. Um, like I said, I went into this blind as well. So uh, I only had like been looking through news articles stuff like that for games. And then I saw this. I was like, oh, what's that? Bandai Namco making kind of an online game or whatever. So going into it, it, it it's really clean, really vibrant looking. Um, it looks like, like we kind of said already, really premium. Um, I like the idea of it being an action RPG because action RPGs are more accessible to a lot of people and sometimes more gratifying feeling to a wider audience, myself included. I do like, you know, RPGs in general, but the idea of just running around, we just played PSO 2 recently. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about it on TasteCast. Make sure to check that out. Um, and uh, games like that are just, you're still leveling, you're still getting your new skills, you're getting new weapons, all that kind of stuff, but you're, you're running around with friends just hitting shit and killing it. It's, it's just a fun time. So I'm getting that kind of vibe from this as well, which I'm I'm really I, I'm pretty stoked on. Um, you know, everything about this trailer looks really cool. This looks like a game I would absolutely play. It's up to them to kind of figure out that free to play model, or if they're going to go premium in the West, but um, in Western markets. But uh, 
uh it it looks fucking cool um the the action looks fun the magic looked cool at one point they casted that meteor down which looked really fucking cool oh yeah um it's a really flashy looking game and uh and i actually am pretty excited for this i'm still trying to gather my thoughts on this because i wasn't really prepared to be this uh hyped on it just like their new tales game when i first saw that i was like holy shit that looks awesome as well (laughs) yeah and it's interesting too because obviously like they decided to use unreal engine Mm -hmm. um which saves them time and money. Yep. Um, so they could just put time and resources into just developing the the visuals and systems and stuff like that too. So um, I think it's amazing about Unreal Engine, and it, it doesn't need to be said because it's one of the most popular engines on the planet. But uh, that that game doesn't look like another game. Yeah. Like it, 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 I mean, it looks like anime games, but like. It looks like a Bandai Namco game. But exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it looks just like a Bandai Namco game, but like there's so many other games that are on that engine that might look like realistic or, you know, have like a certain style to it. Oh, yeah, it. for sure. So it's such a malleable engine that you can get really cool stuff out of it. Um, but yeah, so this game, no classes apparently. You just kind of. Uh, that's what. No, no, there is classes. I, I, I was confused. Uh, what was the thing that was different? Let's see. Switch between classes. Oh, you can switch between class at any time. That's what I meant to say. It's kind of, kind of that job, job system, system, which is which is neat. I love that um, anyways. Yeah. It just seems like every game I'm playing recently has that. Um, it's It's got the you know action combat going on. Um, it's online multiplayer. And uh, it's going to have world bosses, dungeons, parties, and so on uh, with, uh, yeah, fate-like events. So um, all in all, I'm pretty stoked for this uh hopefully we hear more about it uh the closed bit is happening in japan in march so uh we should be able to probably see some footage of that uh once they play it uh what do you think uh what, what would you guess this is like maybe coming out here it's not a small company yeah so i could see it coming out at least in beta here this year i i was gonna say i feel like they could yeah it looks pretty fucking done yeah i mean the, I don't know. Everything about that looks pretty fucking finished. Yeah. I mean, it's not the same as like, this is a very drastic one, obviously, but like Sega obviously can't keep the, or get their shit together half time. And eight years later, we're getting PSO two. Um, next year, the latest man, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I really don't see that taking that long to come here. It absolutely be out next year. If it's not this year. Oh yeah. yeah. But I do think, I think there's a good chance. We, we, at the very least, we're going to see it in conferences and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say on that? Pleasant surprise. I'll be keeping my eyes on it. Yeah, me too. Let's know in the comments. What do you guys think about Blue Protocol? What do you think about the trailer? Uh, if you have been following this game uh, prior to this, uh, what's some stuff about this that you might know that we might not know? Let us know in the comments. And uh, yeah, let us know your overall thoughts on this game and other Bandai Namco games. Are you not really into the anime stuff or are you all for it? Let us know. Second bit of news. <clears throat> all right. So uh, we're going to talk about anthem a little bit uh bioware has posted a blog update and a lot of it is you know meant to be spoken directly to people and i would encourage you to read it if you are a fan of bioware i'm going to just kind of quote the information out of it um essentially they have acknowledged um due to feedback and just the way the the game's going right now that um in order for their game to grow they need to kind of like reboot um that being said essentially what they want to do is they're going to slow down on content creation for the game they're going to go back and they they said it's going to take a few months but they're going to rebuild the game 
Um, they want to maintain the flight and the combat because people like those parts of the game. But overall, they want to rebuild the structure in which like progression happens. Gear um, needs to be more exciting and uh, fights need to be more interesting. Essentially, uh, they are going to keep the servers up. They're going to continue to repeat events they've already made for the game. So people who are invested in the game are still going to be able to play. Um, and if you're familiar with um, to use Final Fantasy XIV as an example, they kind of went through a similar thing where the game was doing bad. Mm -hmm. They decided to spend resources on rebuilding. So I'm getting vibes there in that regard. What do we think about uh, essentially them almost like soft restarting over? Well, I mean, people are referring it to Anthem 2.0. So uh, it does seem like, like you said, the Final Fantasy XIV thing, um, which... They were successful as fuck with that, which is nice because when Final Fantasy XIV first came out, it, it was it was a fucking trash fire. Oh yeah, um, very <laughs> disappointing. But that was also during the time where I kind of expected Square to do shit like that, so I was yeah. like, oh man, another thing. It was but, in their arrogant phase, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, their lazy phase, like fucking Nintendo went through, and a lot mm -hmm. of companies, Capcom, all of them, a lot of them have gone through it. We got companies in the West now, like Western companies, like uh, fucking Bethesda and. Um, a couple of other ones. EA has been doing it for fucking ever, but we, we got a bunch of companies doing it now, but yeah, everybody kind of goes through a phase like that. So for hopefully sure. they can recover. Um, Bioware, Bioware is a company doing it right now. Um, as for Anthem, uh, essentially doing kind of a soft reboot. Um, before I even talk about my opinions on that, uh, I want to acknowledge that this is out of necessity. They have to do this. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there are people playing. And if you play this and you enjoy it, I'm not talking shit. Uh, I played it, was not impressed with it, um, and it seems to be a general uh, opinion of the game. Um, even the people who have stuck with it and defended it, uh, I, th I think a lot of them have fallen off, um, and there might be some diehards playing it. Um, but kind of like what you said, if they are wanting to grow, they probably already have low numbers anyway, but if they want up those numbers on a game that they've invested time and money into with a big name like bioware attached to it which in a, in a sense you have to save anthem to save that name of bioware um they have to do this mm -hmm. they have to make the game into something that people want to play uh, not only the people who already bought it but possibly bring new people in and why why wouldn't they want to do that you have uh you know destiny 2 kind of having a resurgence after they kind of released that on playstation plus and then released um forsaken there's a huge fucking increase and then they went free to play and mm -hmm. now it's like people love it um ubisoft has a long track record of releasing games and people are like uh this isn't that great and they're like okay we hear you we hear you we're gonna we're gonna fix this and they they do typically um in fact with uh breakpoint uh they said they're kind of like re remake the game for the people who missed the tactical shooter uh aspect of it that's that's crazy to me um so we're living in a time where people can reconfigure their game um, and that's something I feel like Anthem has to do now, uh, for my own personal thoughts on that. I mean, of course, those are my personal thoughts, but for my thoughts on if it's interesting to me, I, I think so. I think, um, I think what we got with Anthem when it first came out was something I just could not get into. And a couple things I do like about it is, uh, the design was really good looking. I think oh, yeah. the, the mech suits are really neat looking. Um, I do think, I, and I started worrying when I first saw it too, but we always just saw like the same environments. And I was like, doesn't seem like there's a lot going on with that game. It seems like you're in that jungle area a lot. And there's a couple other areas, but in that, like, it's just, I see a lot of repetition in the environments. Um, the world wasn't as densely packed as they tried to make a look when they originally showed it. And um, 
everything was just kind of underwhelming, but like, but visually, it's a really good looking game. Um, I, I like the design of it and I like the concept of it. When I played it though, you know, flying felt like whatever and, and the shooting felt really like stiff and like there's no recoil to anything. I just felt like I was kind of, it, it felt free to play to me. Only graphics were fantastic. Uh, similar to what I complained about Battlefront and Battlefront 2. I'm sure Battlefront 2 is great now. Everybody talks about it. But um, when I originally played, I was like, this feels like a free to play shooter. Um, so yeah, it obviously just didn't hit the mark. Uh, if they can reinvent it, um, take the good, drop the bad, add new stuff, make it into something like the game's already out. People already bought it. They can sit and let it die or they can, they can invest that time and make it better and make it into maybe what they originally wanted to. They kind of hint at, at in the, uh, the blog post that they want to go through with a lot of the ideas they had, but never didn't have the time to do when yeah. they're developing it. And everybody knows the story of that. Um, so you might as well, you might as well fucking try. I mean, like, why would you just sit there and just kind of go like, man, we got this game. The numbers are low. Perception of the game is not that great. Um, people are giving a shit on Reddit recently because we still have our Christmas event stuff up. So, I mean, I saw that on Twitter like four days ago. Someone's like, I returned to Anthem and it showed like all the Christmas ornaments are still up and shit. And people are like, that's not good. Like they, the crew must be really busy if they're not even taking that shit down. I mean, weird, yeah. It, yeah, it's a, it's fucking February. Um, so, and and something that we always say on this channel is like we don't want anybody to fail. We don't want anybody to like lose their jobs or anything bad to happen. You know, we want good games. Um, so if they can reinvent this game into something that that uh, is, even as it stands, I flirted with the idea of picking the game up every once in a while, but I was like, no, it's just not. It's just not enough. I'm just not going to do it. If they can make it a little more interesting, a little more enticing. I could see myself picking up. I have nothing. I have nothing against them personally. It's just the game did not hit the mark. I want Bioware to make great games. So um, yeah, a couple things that I think they could do, and they probably know more than I do. But you know, make the loot more interesting. Like they said, they've they recognize the loot is not that great, and the grind for it is not uh, satisfying. Uh, similar to um, Ubisoft in the Division Two, which mm -hmm. is there's going to be a big announcement tomorrow apparently about the future of Division Two. So I'm curious about that today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As of recording tomorrow, but today, Tasty Tuesday. Um, <laughs> we're in a we're in a time warp. Um, where uh. It was funny. One of the people from Ubisoft said, uh, we have a lot to tell you guys. And I asked the higher ups if we, you know, what's our time limit? They're like, you know what? Take your time. So I'm like, how much you go? How much do you have to say? So that's kind of interesting. That's kind of news too. Um, but again, th that's, that's them too. Like division two didn't do as well. Like it did well in sales, but they can't keep people in it. We kind of talked about this earlier, but this genre seems to have a, mm -hmm. an issue, yeah. right? Cause they're fun to play. Yeah. Over in general, like this, they always lack the end game and the the grind, the hook. Yeah, yeah. it's like got that immediate satisfaction, but it doesn't have that long term, um, you know, live in quality. And I think that's yeah. kind of a big part of it. I, I don't really feel like I can live in the games. Like, and well, a game like maybe PSO well, I'll say maybe a big part is the, just the lack of like social features yeah that's the show so, of it's like uh even like final fantasy 14 there's a fucking house you can build onto you can decorate your room and shit like there's all these things that like feel more communal um same thing with like i said pso2 we just played that so it's mm -hmm. relevant to us but like that the, the whole series is is fun to play but also has all these like cool social features that like you can like 
you're not constantly just going on mission, on mission, on mission to keep leveling up and then you just run out of shit to do. There's times where you can just stop and hang out for a second. And it, it feels welcoming to be in the game. And, and a lot of these faux MMOs don't have that. I'm never hanging yeah. out in Destiny 2 in the hub. Or something else to work towards. You don't always have to build on your character. Yeah. You know? So Yeah, for sure. Stuff to work towards that's not just your character. That's a huge thing. And, and any successful MMO is like, you know, a lot of times when we're playing a game, we make a clan or something like that or guild. And then it's got like guild-based stuff to work to work towards. I'm like, that's a good step because that gives everybody something to work towards. It's not just our own individual thing. Oh yeah, me. I mean, me and Chris have spent days just doing random stuff that wasn't character progression in uh, 14. So I mean, for sure. And that was didn't feel like a waste of time. I was enjoying myself. And then mm-hmm. to go back to Fantasy Star, I mean, there's there's been plenty of times where I've just spent hours, and I know you you understand this well, but just like hanging out in the lobby doing stupid stuff with people. Like, yeah, and then in the fucking height of uh, PSO and PSU, fucking those games were like social games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the games are fun to play, but also there was like communities of people who like logged on to hang out with their friends. Like the golden age of MMOs, everybody who played WoW knows that feeling, right? Yeah. Like they know that there's more to the game than just the game. They they miss the clan, the guild. They miss uh, you know chatting and hanging out and meeting new people and stuff like that. That's really important to keep these games alive. Um, that's one thing that, that a lot of these FOMOs are missing is they're, they're like cooperative single-player games, but they're mimicking the idea of massively multiplayer. Um, and in that, they miss out on a lot of the, the social world building that, that makes the world so worth investing in. Warframe has social features. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> it's got a dojo. It's yeah. now it's got the fucking railjack, all that kind of shit. Things to work towards, work together on, and stuff like that. And um, and that's something. Yeah, like the, Division Two, the game, just like Destiny Two, they're addictive because you you log in, you go on your way to do a mission, and on your way there, there's all this shit that keeps popping up, and you keep doing mission, doing mission, doing mission, doing mission. As long as you're doing that, you're having fun. But I'm never logging in to see what people are up to. I'm never logging in to fucking, you know, just kind of chill and hang out in the world. I just kind of hop on real quick. I'm like, I'm going to go shoot, shoot some people. I go bop, 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 And I'm getting my gear score up and whatever. But, like, it, it's so, like, just fast forward. Just go, 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 go. There's no, like, chill, slow downtime. And that's something that Anthem probably has as well. But that's something that, that I feel like is is something these games are lacking For a sure. bit. And uh, an end game is typically... Some of them have tackled it. Some of them have this idea of, of doing like a raid type thing or, you know, something that's repeatable. But I, I really feel self-entitled saying it, but we need more because the standard was set a long time ago. Or they need to take a note from MMOs and not just allow people to do it over and over until they're done. Like most MMOs, and it's kind of a, you know, there's probably a, a creative way to, to do it differently, but like a lot of times when it's the newest content, you have like a weekly lockout. Like you only do X amount for the week. You want more gear. You have to come back next week type of thing. Yeah. So, and that slows down the end game a little bit. I'm not saying they need that approach, but it's just as an example, uh, to my knowledge, you mm-hmm. get to the end of like division or destiny and you just, I destiny might have a lockout. It doesn't matter. You, my whole point is there are systems that they, they need to, if they're going to do the MMO thing, they need to look at the MMOs and try to take inspiration and like, you know, make their own thing as well. Obviously, like I don't want to 
log into like a destiny or division and like have the exact same features in every single game no. either but that shit's boring you you definitely and i'm sure they are looking but like i don't know there's obviously there's obviously something missing because like i don't have any complaints about destiny 2 i don't have any complaints about division i think and, they're both solid as hell and i and i hadn't and i haven't played anthem but at the the point this is this was coming out i was starting to feel burnout in the genre and it didn't do anything new. and it yeah and it didn't exactly it was trying to compete um, with destiny and division i just want to see because they're fun i want to have a reason to play them though and especially after playing pso2 i'm not burnt out on the lobby go do mission system no. that even, isn't the problem even vindictus <laughs> yeah i was enjoying for sure monster hunter i enjoy i mean like these games aren't you know one and done fucking they're still fun to be had with them warframe but um a lot of the the I guess more modern ones, um, they're so streamlined that that it's just I don't know. There's there's not enough going on to keep you playing it. I guess unless you're hardcore. Some people just really enjoy the game and they stay with it. And I get that, but and that's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you you do get to a point with any online game. I don't care what the genre. Um, eventually the hardcore aren't enough to keep it open. You yeah. have to be able to entice people to, to want to come and check it out too. So, so wrapping back around, I'm going to throw the ball back to you. Um, what was your thoughts on Anthem and what do you think about what they're doing? And is it enough to get you to play it? Um, I don't really have any thoughts on Anthem because I, I, I kind of like, I was really excited for when it was coming out. I started experiencing burnout and then it came out and people were kind of like, meh. I was like, yeah, I don't it, want to spend 60 bucks. It was negative to meh. Yeah. So With some people going like, like they're really, they're, they're doing the whole like fucking, you don't want to watch the people who made, you know, fallout and fucking elder scrolls make fallout 76. You don't want to watch the people who made fucking mass effect make this. So you get that like defensive nature of like, no, it's, it's, there's, it's, it's good enough. You should pick it up. And it's For like, sure. it's always hard to kind of watch that scenario happen yeah so i mean and deal with it with konami for sure and so yeah i don't have deep deep feelings about the game itself um as far as the approach i've watched w another company do it and i am completely addicted to their game now so um if they care enough and have a plan they can do it and You're talking about 14 i am talking yeah. about Final Fantasy 14 yeah, yeah. Um, that game by all, all rights should have failed so yeah when it first came out it was it was really bad i had zero interest in playing it. i was looking at them like it looks good and they let people play for free for months yeah. because they want the, the reputation was more important than the money well so, and that's yeah. something i always talk about well we always talk about on the channel a lot is is brand and reputation matters yeah you know success you can you can make a bunch of money on those first sales oh yeah we we conned them into buying it but then you don't want people to remember you as the people who sold them a shit game for sure so if you want that you want to be able to resell that brand again you want people to buy games from you again if you just give a shit about people you're going to want to try and put value to that name again yeah um yeah so i'm on board hopefully they can do it um and then as far as the future i do think you you can entice me um my suggestion besides the social thing is i don't know if you guys already do it or not but like developer streams are huge things i see a lot of of these successful games that monster hunter does one final fantasy does them like War, warframe does them like get out there talk to the community give a put a face there for them to talk to um 
I think a lot of times they're scared though, because look at like Hello Games. Dude, it is super scary. I'm sure. Like, well, like with No Man's Sky. <laughs> yeah. That game came out and it was one of the most fucking like rejected games in the last like ten yeah, years. Yeah, but don't don't do that. Don't come out like. And obviously he was excited and he had a lot of pressure and he's not a fucking guy who should have been in that position. But if you just sit down, you talk dev talk about your plans and what you're doing. And then when people have negative feedback, you address it and like you don't like snap at them and tell them they're wrong and stuff. Mm -hmm. People appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. I love watching dev streams of games I care to play. So um, I know a lot of people do. I mean, you go on Twitch when Warframe goes live and... People want to see it. They want to. They want to hear it from your mouth. You know. So, yeah. uh, I think. I think it's a good thing to to do as well. One thing I'm happy to hear is they said that they're going to take months to work on this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a considerable amount of time, and that's good because if they're telling me like we got some new stuff coming up, this is going to be really exciting. I'd be like, what? Like a new fucking event? Like it's some basic thing? It's not going to change the fundamentals of the game. It's not going to change the actual issues of the yeah. game. So if they're taking months to to retool some stuff. Um, I think they should. And I, you know, when they're saying they're going to keep like events going, but they're going to kind of slow down on, on, you know, expanding content is good. That's good because obviously they have access to the numbers. We don't, but they're probably seeing that the game does not have a bright future ahead of it. So they got to go, okay, this is risky. We got to fucking like slow down on making content for the game. But we have to fix the game. We have to make people want to play it, stay in it, blah, 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 blah. And it's a gamble, but I think it could really pay off. And the best scenario is that we can go all go, you know, remember that time Bioware released Anthem and it was super fucking uh, underwhelming and not well received. And then they fixed it and it's awesome now. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be awesome. It'd be like Final Fantasy 14 and a bunch of other games that, that you know, came out and they just did not nail it. And for whatever reason, you know, there's the info on why Anthem is the way it is. If they can fix it, it's it's just, it's good for everybody. We get a good game. They get people playing their game. Uh, The reputation gets a little bit of, uh, you know, they got other problems at Bioware still. But um, it's just win-win if that happens. And I hope they can nail that. And I hope they give me a reason to want to pick it up. Because like I said, I don't have anything against them. Um, You know, I have some issues with like... uh, Bethesda and some of the stuff they've done. So when they're like, we're fixing, I'm like, I still don't really like what you're doing with your business. Um, Bioware, not so much. I, I I want them to fix this game. So I want to play it for sure. So um, yeah, they haven't quite stained their games too much. So they've had a yeah. couple missteps that sure. some people argue aren't that big a deal. I don't think they're that big a deal either, but people, a lot of people didn't like Andromeda, but I've talked to people who liked it. Um, but, uh, this is like their first like big fuck up in my opinion. And I think people people can get a pass on, on a fuck up. I'm not one to go, oh, you messed up. I'm really fucking pissed. Everyone fucks up eventually. They so, already they yeah. already got their punishment in the sense that I didn't buy the fucking game. Yeah. A lot of people know I didn't buy the game. And some people I know who did buy the game don't play it. Yeah. And it doesn't help. Not that, that they need punish, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, their publisher also gets, you know, constant bad rap too. So Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah right yeah yeah i mean <laughs> i feel like ea is trying to figure some shit out specifically after respawn it's just like looking at everyone else working under ea going like what what's the problem what's going on guys <laughs> we're doing fine should we run ea like no fucking we just gotta get our shit together it's fine um 
but yeah, I hope this works out for them. Um, you know, companies have already shown that this is possible, absolutely possible, yes. even under dire circumstances like fucking Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, take your time. And they then, took a year and a half to yeah, do it. So. And and the more regular Ubisoft that when they release games and people are upset, I'm like, wait a second, because they do this, <laughs> man, I'm telling you, and they will fix the game because Ubisoft is really good at that. They're really good at like swallowing their pride and going, you're right, we're going to fix it. Um, so all in all, I just, I hope they can nail it. Um, sure. You know, we, I don't know what to expect from them. I've never seen Bioware have to do this. So uh, this is, this is really not that common in the, uh, at least to my knowledge in the industry to have Especially to turn in the around AAA space. Yeah. I mean like AAA games typically come out as is. Yeah, for sure. And then they're um, like, deal with it. You yeah, bought your, it. Your smaller games like No Man's Sky, obviously like that in itself was another just impressive um, turnaround for them. But you don't know anybody who's mad at them anymore. No. And their game like is a full game. So yeah, people awesome. who play it, people who play it like it. And, but like, even the people who might have not returned to it, there's still typically like somebody who's like I'm mad about like what happened. I don't hear anything negative about them ever. Yeah. If you bring it up, people either aren't playing it or they're playing. And they liked it. I played it. It's a much better game. It is what it should have been. Yeah. Um, so good on them. Yeah. Like that's, they fucked up. They fucked up big. Bioware can do the same thing. They have the resources, they have the resources to yeah. do the same thing. They're Bioware <laughs> first off. That's that name meant something and still could. And then EA, they still right over to them. it. Even even if they've had like the speed bumps they've had, you like Bioware, the name still does carry some weight. So well, and the weird shit that happened with the development of this game, or whatever, it's all out in the open now. It was already, it's already been that that news has been broke. It's out. Everybody knows that they were working on one game, and then at the last minute they had to start working on a completely different game without any really real guidance. We all know that's the case now. There's no hiding it. So now, just just. Go fuck yeah! That was really bad. We messed up. We didn't know what the hell we're doing. Let's let's know what we're doing now. Yeah. Let's fucking make up for that and make this game into something that people want to play. So, yeah, I hope I hope the best for them. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I would yeah. love to be playing Anthem uh, here in like you know the next uh, you know couple months possibly, if it's good enough. Yeah, there's a lot of games coming out oh, no, no. there's other games i prefer to be playing <laughs> yeah. but i'm saying in, in a sense it'd be nice no, if i was sure. playing anthem and enjoying it i want to be interested i, I mean i would love to, to have a reason to, to pick it up um i do not need another mmo style game especially with pso2 and then potentially that blue protocol, blue protocol. dude i don't have i need clones <laughs> for the for the record yeah me too for the record I, i'm more stoked about blue protocol than anthem but i'm, I'm wishing anthem the best yeah 100 100 anything else you want to say on that no good luck yeah good luck let us know in the comments what do you guys think about anthem 2.0 do you think they have a chance do you think it's worth saving do you think it can be saved or are you playing it now and you don't think it needs saved what if you are playing it currently what do you think about the changes coming do you think it's welcome are you like eh, i don't know how the you know i'm enjoying myself i don't really want them to make too many changes because it's gonna affect your characters um what do you want out of it what do you want out of it yeah especially if you're playing it but if you're not playing it maybe you played it already and then you dropped out what would bring you back? Just give me your overall thoughts on Anthem and what they could possibly do with it and your overall thoughts on where it might be going. But that's going to do it for this episode of Tasty Tuesday and Tasty Little Game. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Tasty Little Gaming. Check out our streams. Links down below. You can watch us on most things. And it's a good time. I've been streaming more lately, so uh, check that out. Uh, you can also watch it right here on YouTube. Uh, we have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all, all the time. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us in audio form, 
My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And until the next episode, which might just be tasty cast this weekend, that'd be kind of weird because lately we've been doing so many fucking be episodes. Nice and chill. Yeah. Give me uh, uh, less episodes to get comments for hashtag AskTLG. If you type that in your comments, there's a chance that it will be considered uh, for TastyCast when we talk about the comments. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that segment. But uh, yeah, my name, what did we we did that. Your name? Time to uh, go. Yeah. Have a good one, guys, and take it easy.